everyone. Welcome back to Fangirl Fever. This week, we'll be diving into Billie Eilish's second album called Happier Than Ever, along with some of our favorites from this week's New Music Friday. But first, our favorite posts. Okay, well, as you guys know, usually my favorite posts are TikToks, but I was permanently banned for no good reason. So my favorite post this week is a podcast slash YouTube video. So Olivia O'Brien was on Hoot and a Half, which is um, Matt King's podcast. And there's just something about Olivia being on podcast and interviews that make me so happy. Like I feel there's so much more to learn about her. And it's really funny because in this specific video, there's a part where she talks about not wanting to humanize the people that she's a fan of. But like I humanize her so much and it's very interesting to see that dynamic spoken from like another person. So that was my favorite post. And it's only, well, not only, it's 50 minutes, but it felt really short. And I think it's very enjoyable, even if you're not a fan of her. So you should definitely check that out. I feel like Olivia is a very interesting person. Like she has a lot to say. A lot. So she's a, even if you're not a fan, go listen. Mm -hmm. All right. My my favorite post is an Instagram post by the one and only Ariana Grande. It's from last week, but because Mm -hmm. we pre-recorded, I picked it. But um, basically they did another positions like deluxe they did two more performances but she in the positions like the song one she did a little producing on the spot which was super cool and she posted a video of her rehearsing her producing part which is really cool to see because we don't really see the producer side of Ariana yeah so I really liked seeing that that was such a cool video and I wish like from moving forward that she posts more of those types of videos same. I hope she posts more of like the making of positions because she's posted a yeah. few, which is cool because you can see her guiding her producers and telling her what exactly mm-hmm. what she wants. So I think it's cool. Yes, I hope we get more of that before she moves on to the next era, which I'm excited to talk about in like a future episode or something, because once she starts the voice voice, is that technically is she still technically in her positions era or what? What do you think? I don't know, because a lot of fans think she'll do positions performances, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, and I'm waiting for her tour announcement too, so. Mm-hmm. Positions World Tour, we need it. Yeah, she's booked and busy, baby. But yeah, let's jump right into it. So what were your thoughts going into this album? Um, I was a little bit nervous because... I think we all were nervous. yeah. Because the singles, the last two singles that were released, Lost Cause and NDA, were a little bit underwhelming and not yeah. really what everyone thought they would be. I agree. So I was a little hesitant, but I ended up liking it a lot. Mm-hmm. So I think you like it more than I do, but it's not like a horrible album. You know, it's like it's enjoyable, yeah. but this isn't an album where I see myself like wanting to go back and listen to like two, three years on the line interesting yeah like it it's um in the moment type of album for me so I get that but let's start with track one I thought that was a great opening track I agree I think 
I wrote down that it reminds me a lot of Brutal by Olivia Rodrigo just because yeah. it's, it's not the same sound at all, but it's the same underlying like, message. Yeah, like yeah. they're getting older. There is a lot of expected of them and they just want you to be ready for the rest yeah. of the album. I really liked the chorus. I thought she was going to kind of like go big on it for some reason. Mm-hmm. But even though it, it's not really like an ear catching type sound it's still really good and i noticed that she says happier than ever in verse three yeah i wrote that down too she says happier than ever on the first song of her album called yeah than ever which we love we love when Mm -hmm. artists do that the everyone's starting to pick up on that trend yes they're they are listening to fangirl fever (laughs) um the outro is really got me i wasn't expecting that but i think that that's what really sums up the rest of the album in my opinion yeah I think it's like such a great ending lyric or ending mm-hmm. verse I guess where she just kind of says it's time for y'all to hear what's been the going truth. on the truth yeah. like the tea y'all need to know so I really like that she was honest I have a lot of respect for her sharing all all of what she said about in this song because she doesn't have to and exactly. it happens to a lot of young people in entertainment Mm-hmm. overall very solid first track and it just makes sense to have that as the first song i agree all right track two is i didn't change my number which yes. i didn't know what to expect from this by the okay. title. okay what is that noise in the beginning i think it's her dog or a dog yeah because i was reading the genius comments and they were just like oh my god that dog growling but when i i listened to it just now and it didn't really sound like a growling dog it it feels like chaos it kind of sounds like a dog growling with a toy in its mouth because it's kind of muffled yeah and i think it might be layered with multiple sounds because it's really loud mm-hmm. i'll just like um is my phone broken but... it caught me off guard but i wonder if it's her dog because if it is that's really cute that he's in it let's see if the dog is credited in here shark is shark credited um... I don't see. Nope, I guess not. Oh well. Well, I I feel like we will find out. Did you um side note on Spotify, another reason why Spotify is better, they had like this listening thing where you could mm-hmm. listen through the albums of different ways. One of them was like lyric mode. I didn't mm-hmm. listen to all of lyric mode, but I didn't hear her say anything about the dog. No, I haven't checked that thing out, but I did see it and I thought that was really cool. Yeah, Spotify rules. All right, on back to track two. Um, the beginning is a little bit scary, but it's still a good song. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think this one was okay for me. Like the one thing that I really like about the song is like the first lyric where she goes, "I didn't change my number. I only changed who I reply to," mm-hmm. because that's a big fat mood. Yeah, like that's new life motto. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this song, nothing else really stood out to me. But I saw a lot of people like this song, though. I like it. It's not like one of my faves, but it's mm-hmm. not bad. I One lyric or two lyrics that I really like are, 
Laura said I should be nicer, but not to you. And Laura is her assistant, according to Genius. Yes. And then on her Instagram post, there's actually a picture of her and Laura. And I thought that was so cute. Yeah. The one of them, her like hugging all those people, right? Yeah. And the one with Gracie is my favorite. It's so cute. I can't believe like, it's so crazy that they know each other. Actually, for me, because like I've been following Gracie since last year, um, right before her EP came out. And she she was like always like just quarantined in her room. So it was, it was always so strange to me every time that I would see her out with other people. I was like, oh, my God, you know that person? That's really cool. She's, she's like, like um, Wes and Corey of the music world because he like knows everyone in True. the internet world. Yeah. But she knows everyone in the music world. Mm-hmm. But like it doesn't seem like that. She's like humble and chill about it. She's so humble. I cannot wait to see her. Oh my god, I got tickets to see her on tour by the way and I'm so I'm excited. so excited for you cuz you were nervous at first, but you I'm got I'm literally going to scream. Okay. Um that's all I really have to say about this song. So, we can move on. Yeah. Same. Okay. okay. Track 3, Billy Bossa Nova. Thoughts? Okay, first of all, this song title is very cool, and I do remember claiming this song. The snaps in the background are really cool. Um, I like this song. I think it's such a cool title, and it feels like it's an interlude, which I love. It's so mm-hmm. chill, and yeah, it kind of gives me Lana vibes with what it's about, but sound-wise, it doesn't really sound like a Lana song. Interesting, because I do not get interlude vibes from this at all. Really? Yeah, but my favorite part of this song is the pre-chorus. I just love how she like enunciates all the words in the pre-chorus. Yeah, she's. Oh, I love her voice. It's just, mm-hmm. it's very satisfying. Yeah, but so far I will have to say like the first three songs they all already sound pretty different from each other, and the fact mm-hmm. that Phineas like fully produced this album but and still make, makes it cohesive but different at the same time is really cool. Yeah. I read on Genius about this one is Phineas made this beat called Billy Bossa Nova and it was just a beat he made mm-hmm. because Bossa Nova is like a type of music. It's like a jazz yeah. style. I had to look that up. I, was like, I had to look boss- it up. I was like, what is a Bossa Nova? Because I've heard it before, but I can't remember what it is. Yeah, it's like Brazilian jazz, which is really yeah. cool. Yeah, I get very jazzy vibes from this song. Mm-hmm. But they he made a beat called that and then they just ended up making it a song. And I think I- that's really cool. Like, it gives me the same vibes as, like, you know that time when Pink Panther was out, like, um, old Hollywood type mm-hmm. thing? Like, yeah. if we lived in that era, this song would definitely be playing in all the cafes and restaurants. I agree. That is totally the vibe I get. Like, it fits the whole vibe of the, like, album, like, the album cover, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that vibe. Yeah, this song is the one that I think matches the cover art the best. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, overall, pretty fun song. Um, I think the very first time I listened to it, this was probably the song that I, I randomly thought that it gave me Cheetah Girl vibes for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. That's funny. But on my second listen, I was just like, "What? which one was the song that gave me Cheetah Girl vibes that I couldn't like pick up on it again? But I think it might have been this one. That's so funny because that always happens to me. Like certain songs will remind me of something or give me like a vibe, but then I'll go back and listen to it again and I'm like, Wait, which one was it? I just made yeah. that up out of nowhere. And then there was also another song. I think it's in the later half. Um, it gave me like Selena Gomez and the scene vibes, like when she was making that with music. But again, I couldn't remember which one it was. So maybe like you you can help me figure that out later. Yeah. I love I've been obsessed. I don't know if you've seen me listening to Selena Gomez in the no, scene, but I have been recently. So good. All right. Um, next is My Future. And I think this was the very first single, right? 
Yes, and it was okay. released exactly a year from the Happier mm-hmm. Than Ever release which, date. Which I didn't realize. Well, I don't think anybody knew at the time that mm-hmm. this new era of Billy was starting. I thought this was just going to be like a standalone song. Same. But I think it fits very well into the album. So that's good. Interesting. Yeah. I I think, I feel that this is what I wrote. I say it feels out of place because it was released <gasps> last summer. What? Also, the titling kind of throws me off. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention that. Like, the same thing with Willow's album. Please stick to stylizing your song titles one way or another. Like, her song title style is everywhere. But I think my future, like, the all lowercase. And the original cover art for this was so cute, too. Yeah, I agree. But I just, I, how do I put this? I like this song and I mm-hmm. like like it was a good song, but I feel like it should have just been a standalone song because Happier Than Ever feels like the future that uh-huh. like she's talking about in this song. So it yeah. kind of feels like a little bit redundant because she's oh. talking about her future in the whole album, but also in the one song. It's just kind of weird to me. OK, so when this first dropped, I remember like not loving it a lot. But since, you know, it came out a year ago, I had a lot of time to grow on me. I think this is probably one of my, like, in top 10 Billy songs overall. It might, it's probably in there somewhere. And I love, love, love the chorus so much because that's, like, kind of my phase in life that I'm going through right now. So. I Yeah, the song concept is super creative. Like, something I would have never thought of, but it's so relatable. Yeah. But also another thing about, like, this not fitting in in my opinion mm-hmm. the hair like her hair was green in the cover true, art for this true. and now her hair is blonde and I felt like the whole hair change thing was like part of the era yeah. change so that kind of throws me off as well mm. oh actually Billy said that this was written at the very beginning of quarantine so fun fact interesting all right track five oxytocin I love this song absolutely love really um this one really took me by surprise and the best way that I can describe my feelings towards this song is if you're listening to us like right now go to your emoji keyboard and the very first emoji like the top left corner one with like the dotted eyes and the really wide smile that's how this song makes me feel I'm just like whoa I didn't really love it at first. I texted my friends and I said it gives me bad guy vibes, but mm-hmm. like a grown-up version of bad guy. Yeah. But I listened to it a few more times and I re- like it grew on me a lot. First thing that caught my eye about, I, mean, I shouldn't say caught my eye because technically I was listening and not like <laughs> looking at it, you know? Okay, anyways, not the point. Uh, what caught my attention, I guess I'll put it that way, is she references God as a she because, mm-hmm. as we all know, God is a woman. Yep. Um, but overall, for me, it feels like a very much Euphoria song. Does I I wrote the same thing. Like, I said I, I could picture this song in Euphoria during a party right? scene. Yeah. The lyrics, like just the overall sound of the song is just so euph- Euphoria. Mm-hmm. and I can't wait to hear it live like the sounds- the beginning the boom yeah boom 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 it's just gonna uh, I'm so excited 
this sounds more like a euphoria song than the one that she had in the special i agree very much so i hope it's in season two but it probably won't be because i think they're done with it maybe season three yeah i'm so excited for euphoria even though we haven't had any news about it yet yeah sadly looking forward to it all right okay next song is track six called gold wing thoughts um this one was like nothing really stood out to me the my the only insight I can really provide about this song is to me it feels like she's singing to herself in a way like Mm -hmm. if you could receive messages from yourself in the future I feel like this is what future Billy is singing to like when she first started out true I never thought of it that way because the song concept is basically her singing to someone who's like younger than her going through the same thing she went through but I never thought about it like her going through yeah or telling her younger self that which is very interesting I came to that conclusion after reading the lyrics of verse two. Interesting. I'm going to have to listen again. But mm-hmm. I like this song. It took a lot of growing. On, like, it took... What am I trying to say? It had to grow on me. Mm-hmm. But I like I like it all. But I feel... Like, I really like the beginning. Yeah, it's, cool. it's so cool. Because it's like a heavenly sound and then it just switches but I feel like the ending or the second part should be more dark than it is or dark sounding but I still like it like after the chorus or um after like the first part I feel like the opposite the way that one sounded so heavenly and the other one could sound like way darker to like contrast the two I feel like that would sound really cool that would be really cool yep but I still like it um We'll get to my ranking later, but I really like it now. I do like it. Okay. Next one is a song we've talked about before, which is Lost Cause. And as we mentioned previously, her last two singles were a bit underwhelming. Mm-hmm. And we have talked about Lost Cause so far, so I don't really have anything else to add to this song. Yeah, I just wrote that it was a catfish song because the teasers that we got were not what we mm-hmm. got in the end. I think it was a good single, but that being said, singles are the weakest songs on the album, mm-hmm. which I think is I think is true. Um, I still haven't watched the music video, but based off of the snippets that I've seen, I still don't see how the how like the song, the concept really goes with the music video too. So yeah, same. maybe I, my brain is just not big enough to comprehend <laughs> what's going on. But if anyone totally can explain, agree. I'd appreciate it. I agree. Here to explain in the comments or email us or whatever. <laughs> All right, track eight is called Haley's Comet. Um, if it's pronounced Haley's Comet, why is it spelled like that? I was very confused. I thought it was Hallie's at first. Literally, I think Hallie's Comet sounds better too. Yeah. But anyways, I also remember that I claimed this one and I'm glad I did because lyrically, I really like this song. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite is but in my dreams I seem to be more honest and I must admit you've been in quite a few because I have been in that situation before oh my god I didn't even catch that lyric that's such a <gasps> it's such a lyric yeah but, but yeah. I I love the concept of this like saying the this comet comes around more than I do yeah which is so like big brained I would how did she thought. come up with this like what inspired her yeah but the ending, it's kind of like love language where it like 
ends completely and then it has like a little yeah. separate part at the end which yes. i love when songs do that i absolutely really love i noticed that she has like a lot of cool outros mm-hmm. album, which i like that she's been experimenting with that because i don't think we really got that in her first album yeah i do really like that i like this song a lot also the lyrics in verse four you know just like this song lyrically is just beautiful so yeah I agree. Love. And I don't think anybody else r- wrote on this album. It was just Phineas and Billy. This so album. talented. Like, um, imagine me and you writing an album. Um, we're, It's not going anywhere. <laughs> it would maybe, be one song, maybe. Yeah. We, let's start with an EP before we think about an album. Let's start with a single. <laughs> okay. And not my responsibility. Wow. What do you think? It- I loved it. It gives me interlude energy again. Yes, this one. Big interlude energy. But it's like a long poem because she doesn't really sing. Yeah. And this one was seen before at a tour as an interlude. Mm-hmm. But I think it's cool that she released it because some artists, Ariana, don't release their interludes. Dude, I literally wrote the same thing in my notes. Um, I said I I said exactly what you just said. Um, side note, I love Ariana's tour interludes and wish she would include them on her albums. I feel like this would be either a good intro or last track as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if anybody that's connected to Ariana's listening to this, I want the Baby Loves interlude, please. That's like her best Agreed. one. It literally is. Um, but yeah, this is a very powerful, I don't really know, should I call this a song, a track? I feel like it's like uh, spoken word. Yeah, um, my favorite is... Nothing I do goes unseen, so while I feel your stares, your disapproval, or your sigh of relief, if I live by them, I'd never be able to move. Wow. Oh, true. She did something with that. Like, it actually gives me chills the way she says it all. I want to learn. I want to learn every word so I can say it at her tour. It's so long. So true, but we'll get there. Someone should just, like, make it, like, a part of her merch. Like, it could be, like, a cute little design on the front and the back could be, like, the whole lyrics. So, if mm-hmm. you're behind someone wearing that at the tour, you can, you can just say it. read it off. Yeah. So smart. Oh, my really gosh. Hire <laughs> me to be part of your merch team. That would actually be so cute. Right? I love it. But I love the way um, she says, not my responsibility at the end, because it's, like, she's asking a question, but it's also her saying the song title. I think it's yeah. very interesting queen behavior methinks mm-hmm. agreed it's literally like an interlude because it's like halfway through the album yeah i agree i feel like this one i know you don't think billy bossa nova but i like <laughs> i think those two are the interludes okay okay um <laughs> next one is overheated before i get into it let me just say this is probably the worst um start style I don't know how to oh yeah like the style of like text what okay I get overheated is like one word right so why Mm -hmm. is the h capitalized make it like overheated is kind of like it's a powerful word like make it all caps or something yeah make it all caps make it all lowercase make it have one capital letter yeah just be consistent people please um the only thing that really stood out to me was the bridge because I noticed she's not really a bridge person so when yeah. I heard this it was really cool I liked it yeah it is cool um I really liked how um not my responsibility blends into overheated she 
does that a few times on this album, but she has done it in the past as well. I read on Genius that Phineas took the beat from Not My Responsibility and then they made a song from it and added like more to the beat. Oh, which is really cool because it's a very similar like message to Not My Responsibility. Yeah. But it's like delivered in a different way. Oh, so in verse one, there's like that line about um, her being photographed. I feel like the inspiration behind this song was like the first time, you know, when she got out the car and she was like wearing a tank top mm-hmm. and everyone was like so shocked by that photo. I think that's what inspired this song. Yeah, I agree. That moment in time, that cultural reset, not really, but it did yeah. like shake the world for no reason. And I feel like it just like that set of photos, it just changed like Billy's outlook on her life and everything. And yeah, we have this album. Mm hmm. All right, track 11, Everybody Dies. Is this an Olivia O'Brien song? Because that literally is Olivia's brand. So true. First Um, thing I thought of. That's so funny. I would have, I wasn't that big brain to think of that, but so true, (laughs) honestly. Anything about people dying, my brain immediately goes to, oh my God, that's such an Olivia O'Brien thing to say. So true. She literally like, we're all going to die. That's her song. Mm-hmm. This is just a remake of, every, of We're All Gonna Die. And line like, one is Everybody Dies, Surprise, Surprise. <laughs> this is We're All Gonna Die 2.0. So true. But like, just based on the title, not the sound, because it's very, it's a different sound from We're All Gonna Die. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're just making jokes because we love Olivia. Yeah. Um, I like the setup of this song. If you look on Genius, it's very short. Mm-hmm. It's like set up like a poem where she repeats everybody dies in each verse. And then there's a little bit after that, which I think is cool because she typically doesn't follow the the traditional song layout, mm-hmm. which I think is cool because experimenting with songs is interesting. Um, for me, I would say that this song perfectly fits into my category of sad songs that help me sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, I already did add it, I think. So yeah, it's probably going to be one of my most stream songs. Not because like it's one of my favorites, but it's just because I listen to like my sleep playlist every night, obviously. So mm-hmm. um, I like the lyrics because they're simple, but they're true because everybody does die. Mm-hmm. And um, Billy wrote this song because she said she looks at death as something that scares her, but also comforts her because she likes that things come to an end, but it's also scary which I think is very interesting. There is nothing I find comforting about death. It's scary, period. Like, that's all I yeah. can say about death. I mean, we can die at any moment, which is freaky. <sighs> yeah, but. so let's move on to the mm-hmm. next song, shall we? Yeah. Um, Your Power, track 12. Um, in my opinion, this is the strongest single. I think it fits the sound of yeah. the album well. And it was a good lead single. But after that, it kind of went downhill. I agree. Um, We've already talked about this song, like, right when it came out. But I finally got the chance to, like, dive into the lyrics and also, like, read the genius annotations, obviously. And I find it interesting how she wrote that this song wasn't about anyone in specific. But it's Mm kind of hard to deny when you have lyrics such as, well, you only feel bad if it turns out that they kill your contract. So it's definitely referring to her ex that was discussed in her um, documentary special. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 
Um, I respect her being open about this, even though she says it's not about one specific person. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's not ready to be honest, or maybe she is. Maybe she's gone through multiple times, which I respect her for being like open enough to share that because she doesn't have to. But I agree with you. It fits the overall. It's a good single because it encapsulates the rest of the album. Yeah, I agree. Um, Ready for the next one? Uh, Ready (laughs) as I'll ever be. Okay, track 13, NDA. I think this was the most disappointing song overall. This is like what? No, you finish. Single-wise, it was extremely disappointing, and I feel like it's the weakest song on the album. This song is the one that made everybody, like, cancel their vinyl orders and say, like, they're selling their tickets to her tour. Yeah. And I think this is probably my least favorite song. I think it's mine, too. But what we didn't notice the first time we talked about it is that she mentions getting older didn't change my number and my future all in verse two which i thought was really cool yeah it is cool i don't know how i didn't get that the first time yeah she just has a giant brain like we just can't think like she does i guess yeah um but but nda i don't like the lyrics are there's nothing wrong with the lyrics it's just the way that it sounds and the among us jingle it's just Mm -hmm they don't mesh well together yeah i feel like it could have been uh like the concept of signing an nda could have been executed differently yeah and i feel like it had potential to be a really good lead single yeah but oh well i also watched the music video the music video is pretty cool isn't that the one that she directed too probably i mean i think so because she it's it's the one where she has all those cars going around Mm -hmm. her Yeah. yeah Which is really cool because it wasn't CGI or anything, but it sounds scary to film. Yeah. Okay, next is Therefore I Am. What do you think? Um, I said I liked it when it was first released, but it feels really old now and it doesn't fit the vibe to me. Yes, I feel the same way. Um, It's been out for so long since November of last year. Mm -hmm. I don't have that much to say. Like when it first came out, I thought it was okay. It hasn't grown at all on me and it feels a little bit out of place but at the same time I see it fits into the aspect of like her dealing with fame and that type of stuff it's more like a different perspective on the fame part of her life yeah like the concept I feel like it's been done on her album before so it wasn't really necessary but it also does fit the vibe because I feel like she's kind of addressing the same thing same couple things on this album so it fits conceptually yeah. but not like sound wise or timing wise. I feel like this one's there definitely had to be like, had to have been a someone or multiple someones that like inspired yeah. her to write the song because you just don't go out and write a song like this if it hasn't happened to you before. Yeah. It's very specific, but I mean it's a cool song. I just feel like it would have been complete without it on the album. Yeah. I would, I'd be okay if this was like a standalone song too. Yeah. But the one thing that I do like is that track 14 is Therefore I Am and track 15 is Happier Than Ever. So it's yeah. like Therefore I Am Happier Than Ever, which is really Very cool. Very cool. Okay. Speaking of Happier Than Ever, this one, 
my jaw drops but literally you go go first you go first it's absolutely insane it was my favorite upon the first listen and I think Mm -hmm. it will be my favorite forever like honestly my favorite Billy song ever okay I just love how right away like she starts a song off with like her explaining why she's Mm -hmm. happier than ever and if you only like listen to this part of the, the song it's so relatable and you can extend it to multiple relationships in your life yeah. It doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. It could be with your family, old friends. Agreed. Da, 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 da. And like um, ha- Haley's comment, I can relate to this section of the song very much right now. Not going to go into detail, but that's all y'all need to know. Yeah. Um, and the build up from verse two to verse three. It's amazing. so crazy. I love like because the beginning part, the first half of the song is like slow and it's ukulele. so soft. It's so like calm, and the ukulele is like old Billy vibes, which I love because mm-hmm. it's kind of her going back to her roots. But then it switches, and the yeah. switch is like the most beautiful thing I have ever heard. It was so effortless. Yeah, like, I thought we transitioned into another song, and I was just like, I was wait, like, wait, what? And then it's the same song. And this is definitely the standout moment of the album. It is. It truly is. And I cannot wait to scream, you made me hate this city at her tour. Because that's the uh, lyric that gets me every time. So good. And verse three is definitely referencing back to her ex, for sure. Yes. But I, I love this song. Like you said, it's just relatable to any person in your yeah. life. And... Okay. It's not just limited to one type of thing. I know for a while, like the chorus part, like the happier than ever part was trending on TikTok. And mm-hmm. no, there's no way I ever would have thought like that could go well with verse two and three. Like how did yeah. she, I don't know. She's Amazing. just an artist, like seriously. Like I would have never ever thought, because it's kind of like a, not rock, but a rock. Just very like heavy. Yeah. Like heavy. In your face. Yeah, but she doesn't yeah. really make music that's like that. And I was like, whoa, I love this. Mm-hmm. She's screaming in it, yelling. I yeah. love it. And again, this song is, we have an out- a very cool, I, I feel like we've just been saying cool so many times, but Phineas yeah. is just a great producer. He and truly I feel like is. a lot, of, like, I feel like he gets like a lot of unnecessary hate. But, you know, just so, they're just so talented and they cool. Are. That's like the only words that we have to describe them. I just feel like there's no one really like producing like Phineas is. No he's offense to other producers. Another, he's but on another level. Yeah, he, he really is. But the ending sounds like the ending of like a video game, but like extremely loud. Yeah. Which I think is so cool, as we have said many a time before. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's all I really have to say about this one. Clearly, it's the standout track for both of us. <laughs> it's a standout in her entire discography. Period. It really is. It I, I saw it was first on New Music Friday, as it should be. Mm-hmm. Deserved. Okay, but, last one. Mm-hmm. Male Fantasy. What did you think? I literally was expecting the exact opposite from what I got me too because Billy said she didn't want to end the album on a bad note and by the title male fantasy I was like this is gonna end crazy I claimed the song but it's so calm and peaceful yes um this was I wasn't really expecting her to be so open on this album overall 
Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite lyric, or not, it wasn't really my favorite lyric, but I liked how she sounds when she sings, if I'm getting over you or just pretending to be all right, convince myself I hate you. Yeah, very real. Um, I I think it's a good outro. It's like, it's kind of chill vibes. It's mm-hmm. nothing really compared to her last album's outro, which is so cool. I feel like the last album... And she was more particular about the order of the songs. Yeah. But this one, it's a good song. Yeah. But I feel like it has to grow on me a little bit more. I would have been a lot more satisfied if Happier Than Ever was the last track for two reasons. Because that's obviously like the album name. So it would be nice Mm -hmm. to end on that note. But also because that song had that really cool sorry for saying that again but it's true i mean like this one has an outro too but i like the outro of of happier than ever better yeah i if they were swapped that would be yeah kind of perfect i agree but i respect that billy didn't want to end on a bad note Mm -hmm. it's her second album she wants good energy yeah so do what you want with your music so with that said that wraps up the album and now let's get into our favorite part which is Top three and any honorable mentions. All right. So top three. Number mm-hmm. one, for sure, is Happier Than Ever. Duh, that's mine too. Literally a given. Mm-hmm. And then the next two, I guess, in no specific order, are Oxytocin and Getting Older. Okay. With, what are yours? Uh, so my number one is Happier Than Ever. Oh my God, this is hard. Okay, I think number two is Haley's Comet. And then three is probably between my future or getting older. Okay. So we have quite, I mean, almost two out of three. Yeah. Not bad. It's definitely closer than how we compared to Claro's album. Yeah. Um, My honorable mentions are Billy Bossa Nova and Goldwing right now, which they'll probably change. I think Everybody Dies is my honorable mention. Yeah. Agreed. That's a good honorable mention. Yeah. So have you just, have, can you tell whether you like this album or her last album yet better? Um, uh, I don't want to say anything yet. I feel like okay. it has to grow on me because it only came out like two days ago. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'll have to, I'll report back for you. I saw people saying that this is going to be album of the year again, which I think it's too soon because we've had a great year so far in my opinion yeah and i don't remember like when's the grammy cut off but i think it might be august if i am not wrong so we still have another month to go yeah who knows i mean i don't know i feel like there's We're, a lot we, of good st- music. we still don't have lord's album yet so yeah let, very let's true not, let's not say too anything soon. now <laughs> yeah yeah all right um that's all for happier than ever overall pretty good Mm -hmm. but let's move on to some of our favorites from new music friday okay i'll start with my first one um i think it came out last week but it might have come out this week i couldn't see the date Mm -hmm. but it's called rye rye by mariah the scientist she has an album out it's 10 tracks so it's kind of short but um i feel like i am very excited to listen to it again because her voice is so good it just reminds me of victoria monet like the vibe she looks so beautiful in the cover the cover is so cool and creative and simple and i just 
love it and can't wait to continue to listen um I think all of mine have come out like last week or two weeks ago but you know since we had a pre-record and stuff we couldn't go over new music friday but my first one is forever and more by role model such a sweet song and it's obviously about emma chamberlain mm-hmm. so she stays winning and i also watched the mu- music video last night which i almost never watch music videos he is so beautiful and there's like this thing going on with Ticketmaster and live nation where the pre-sale codes aren't working so i couldn't get t- pre-sale tickets and then on the day that his tickets actually came out I was about 40 minutes too late and it was all sold out and the resale tickets were like $125 so I'm not paying that price obviously but I really need to go because he's playing like at the closest venue near my house and oh yeah it's the smaller room so you know that's gonna be a good show so oh yeah I'm saving the day and I need to go see him um my next choice is stand for myself by yola who is another artist i mentioned before another Mm -hmm. album very excited to listen to i've listened to a couple of the songs but i just love the sound and the the cover art just fits the sound so well Mm -hmm. and it's something i've never heard before so i'm very excited to keep listening and also shout out yola and mariah the scientist because they liked our post when we tagged them so cool so hopefully maybe if they're really bored they'll actually listen to our episodes i know but anyways my next one not a surprise stone at the nail salon by lord first of all song title is just so it's so funny like i'm pretty sure it's so like creative this probably did happen to her more than one time i don't know who knows Mm. um it's a lot of people were saying it's like ribs but like the older version of ribs and ribs is an iconic song and i kind of see like where the people are coming from because it talks a lot about getting older and like spending time with the people that you love and just reminiscing on old times mm-hmm. and i'm guessing this all happened while she was stoned at the nail salon so <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just like a i don't know it's a cute song it's i'm excited yeah. for what's coming next and this is like more so like the type of music that i listen to like compared to solar power because not like really a sad sad person but like I just love sad music yeah so, yeah all right my next choice is skate by Silk Sonic which is their third song released mm-hmm. and I am so excited for them to release an album and go on tour because Victoria Monet better better open for them I thought you were about to say that it was confirmed that Victoria is going to open for them no she better though I really hope. I th- I feel like she is teasing it too much to not. Mm-hmm. If we literally um, posted an audition tape, like, girl, you don't need an audition. Like, tape. she just, like, people just don't do that for funsies. You know, like, I'm I know. sure. Maybe she won't go to all the tour dates, but, like, go to go to some. Yeah. Because, you know, she just got a newborn baby. So, yeah. She's in her mother era. Uh, I'm a mother. No drama. <laughs> okay. Um, my last one is As You Are by Samia and Underrated Queen. This song, I just feel like it's so, it's another one of those songs that feels like a warm hug. My favorite is the chorus because she says, when somebody loves you, they take you as you are, which, you know, that's the song title. So it's just like a like a little love letter to the people that's around her. Cute. All right. Now it's time for shout outs. You can go first. What's your shout out? My shout out is super duper random. And again, it was hard for me to find a shout out because I find most of my shout outs through TikToks, but 
I'm permanently banned. But I did remember one of the last videos I liked, and it was an app. I, I think I meant to tell you about this, but I forgot. So I'm talking about I'm telling it to you now. It's called the Story Graph, which is an alternative to Goodreads. And yeah, people like you can track your reading as usual, but there's just like a lot more stats that you can look into. And obviously, like you can follow people and compare your reading habits and stuff like that. I want to get that. Sounds cool. Um, If I was a reader, hands, well, I am a reader, but like not where I want to be. I'm working on it, guys. Um, But yeah, I also need storage on my phone. So once I read more and clear my phone storage, I will be downloading this app. And Goodreads is actually owned by Amazon, which is one reason why people don't like using Goodreads. And Storygraph is obviously not by not owned by Amazon. So yeah. Interesting. I'll definitely look into it. And it sounds cool. I like the name better than Goodreads. Yeah. It's cooler. So what's your shout out? Okay. Uh, Mine is a bag company, but Mm -hmm. it's not just any bag company. It is called Scrapped Clothing Co. Mm -hmm. And they're one of one bags made from recycled clothing, like thrifted recycled clothing, which is so cool. They're like really unique designs. And There is a release later today at 7, so if you're listening to this on Monday or later in the week, they might be gone. Yeah. So I'm sorry if they're gone, but definitely check back, follow them, because their bags are super unique. Cool. Well, look at us going on with more unique shout outs. I hope next week I'll be able to find another one because I'm not sure if I'll have my TikTok account back yet, but... (laughs) I'm really sad about that, guys. Like, yeah, it's actually so tragic. Like, uh, you literally breathed and they deleted you. That's all for this week. I'm excited for next week. It'll be funny. It's going to be our most iconic episode, I think, because it's not yeah. it's nothing like we've ever talked about before. Yeah, maybe briefly, but never in depth like yeah, we will. It's going to be freaking good. Yeah. All right. Okay, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you.